What's good, everyone? You are listening to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. We are a student-run nonprofit radio station based out of North Carolina State University. I am DJ Whippopotamus, and this is Local Industry Talks, where I interview local artists from around the Mid-Atlantic region. Here with me today is the very talented Masho. What's good with you, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? Good, good. I'm real excited to have you in. Thank you, sir. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners out there? Yeah, so my name is Abel Masho. Um, I go by Masho. Um, I am an Ethiopian-American um, yeah. music artist, and oh, yeah. I've been making music now for about three years. I started at the end of my senior year in 2019 uh, yeah. in Raleigh, North Carolina. So okay. go Raleigh, big Carolina yeah. uh, fan base. Absolutely love it down here. Love it. Um, and love I'd, to hear it. I'd say I'm like a genre fluid artist that I'm just really Facts. excited to perform and do whatever it is possible. Yeah, that I can be in front of stages. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen you perform. You bring the energy and your songs, your music in general is just so versatile. Thank you. Thank just, you. It sounds like you've, you've hit on like almost every type of sound just about. Yeah. No, that's the goal. I, I really like music for that kind of reason because it's one of the most uh, vulnerable kind of uh, mediums of art where yeah. people can express themselves in any different kind of way. And I think the different genres of music are just like essentially different emotions. And so everybody right. has them. So I think it's really cool being able to like bounce through different genres and express yourself. I love that. That's a great way to put it. So um, what's the story behind your name, Masho? So Masho is my last name. Um, I'm again, I'm Ethiopian American. Yeah. Um, and my last name to me is really, really important because yeah. when I was growing up, um, my dad has like no other uh, siblings that like have kids. Right, right. And so okay. uh, when he was growing up, his last name is actually from, um, I believe it's from his uncle who uh, he Word. used to live with back in Ethiopia. Yeah. And um, he picked up that last name because that uncle started like uh, paying for him to like go to school. And my dad would Word. like literally like run like 12 miles talking about it like every day, <laughs> like Damn. just so that he could go to school. Yeah. Um, and so he picked up their last name. And um, it's like really important to me, especially knowing like, I'm pretty much like the only person like that's gonna be able to carry on my last name, um, so I, I kind of wanted to like do that and like it shows like my heritage as well. So that's something real that's really important. Yeah, to me. I love yeah. that man. I thank love you, to hear. It. Yeah, it's a cool last name. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I don't know if you realize, but um, Whippopotamus comes from Whippo. That's my last name. Mm. That's <laughs> so, dope. That's yeah. Dope. I, I respect the last name game. Yeah, <laughs> last name game is strong. <laughs> yes, you sir. feel me? Yeah. You feel me? So um, yeah. How how did it all start making music? So I started in like 2019, um, like officially, but I had started making music um, or at least like messing around um, in this one class that I had at my old high school, um, Raleigh Charter, Raleigh Charter, Research Triangle High School. Okay. Um, and In Durham, right? Yeah, in Durham. Bet. And um, I had this one teacher like my sophomore year and he used to like teach this digital music creations mm -hmm. class. And so I thought that that was like real cool. I was like, okay, bet. Yeah. And I would just like go at lunch and just like watch him. And bro was supposed to be teaching us like music theory and stuff. And he probably was, <laughs> but like I was mad undiagnosed ADD at the time. I so like I was that, not bro. listening to the yeah. stuff that he would do, but I was still yeah. like so intrigued that I would like go in at lunch and stuff. Okay. And, um, <laughs> so outside of class, you'd come back. Yeah. And he <laughs> so. would just, he would just like cook up. Like okay. it'd, be, it'd be fire. He would just yeah. like cook up for like, 30 minutes and make like a beautiful like arrangement and then yeah he ended up getting fired damn um so yeah nah shout out my boy mr pharaoh um, yeah for real um wherever he's at right now i hope you hear this um love that guy sounds like my man had game yeah nah so he <laughs> left but then um that kind of like inspired me like just oh wow music is cool um and then the next teacher um shout out mr wood um at research triangle high school he was actually like an english teacher but he had like 
um he had a background in broadcasting actually like doing oh, radio and stuff back then. <laughs> nice and um he basically went and like used his own money to like buy back like all of like the studio equipment and stuff that like mr pharaoh had because pharaoh oh. that was all of his equipment that he was letting everybody use so when he left right. he took all of his stuff with him and wood went and re-went and bought all of the things that like we needed for like the class and like continued to invest That's in tough. the program and um, he didn't really have any technical knowledge on like mixing or like producing or anything like right. that. He just had like an extensive music taste. Yeah. And would like show me cool stuff like in class. He was still teaching the same class. Wow. And that's amazing. Yeah, it was a really, really cool guy. And, Need and that in schools. I'm in more schools. I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like just because I went to that charter school, like I had that opportunity. Like who knows like what what would have happened if I didn't end up at that school. And right. I ended up transferring my senior year. Okay. Um, which kind of like stopped me from being able to at least play around with sounds and yeah. do like that kind of thing at lunch and whatever it is like you know your yeah, homies yeah. going and like i'm trying to make like beats and like freestyle and stuff right um but the next year um i was like in my world history class with my friend global um and he asked me to like take him to the barbershop and i was like all right bet yeah so i took him to the barbershop after school and after i took him to the barbershop he was like yo could you go drop me off at this producer's house i've been making music for a little while and i was like yo like i kind of mess around with that stuff like could i like come hang and he was okay like, bet and I went, and um, the guy's name is Cash Paradox. Word. And uh, I think I've heard uh, his tag in some of your songs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he produced uh, Ginger. Um, Ginger's the first one I know off the okay. top of my head. We've got yeah, like, it's a banger. Yeah, we've got we've got some other stuff that's like unreleased and things. Okay, too. But okay. love that guy. And so we went and we met Cash, and um, it was like his his crib, like out in Morrisville and stuff. And we went and I met him, and I was like, Yo, this is like cool. Could I like come back? right and i started just like going back and then like after like two days um i've known this kid for like 72 hours at this point yeah have his number on my phone he's like yo you should just like hop on a song and i was like okay bet right and then started making me that was like really when i started like okay this is fun yeah and that was like probably like may of 2019 was that your senior year yeah okay yeah that was my senior year of high school and then graduated and then i went to east carolina university word, um, word. my freshman year that was when i like i really like locked in and like figured okay. out what it what it was that like i wanted to do because i uh had like no production help because cash um would uh do like production for me as well as nick nash okay um and they did like production and mixing and stuff but i kind of like once I went to school, it was like, oh, well, I can't go to my homie's house every yeah. day because it's not summer and I'm also a freshman at college. Let me figure my life out right quick. And, um That's what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> and so I kind of just dived into like vocal mixing and stuff. And like for me, like when I started uh, making music, nice. I wasn't really like a singer. So um, I've always like, I want to do voice acting like later yeah. on in my life. Yeah. Like, my voice I is love like it. mad malleable. It's like Facts. I used to do like impressions and stuff mm -hmm. like when I was a kid. So, like, when I started making music, like, singing and, like, doing other genres and stuff for me kind of came, like, naturally because I was like, oh, well, I can just make myself sound like this without having to actually do any vocal mixing. And then I can do vocal mixing, and then I, I was like, wait, all of my favorite yeah. artists, like, do cool stuff like this. Like, I'm right. thinking too small. Yeah. And then it kind of just, from that point, it kind of just blew up. I was like, okay, yeah, right, I, right. I, I really love doing this. I want to keep doing this. That's dope, man. Yeah. yeah. I really have been enjoying your music. I've been bumping it a lot lately, preparing for the interview. Yeah, um, right, thank you. Yeah, you already know, man. Actually, um, I first discovered you at Summer in the Carolinas. Hey. Yeah, that was lit. That was like the first time I really got exposed to the local mm. art scene out here. And um, yeah, it was, it was a dope performance. That was a really cool show. That was, yeah. that was like the first time that like I performed. For I was real. about to ask, yeah. bro. You were a natural out there. Yeah, like, you really brought fun. the energy. It was really fun. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you throw on some sunglasses, you can do whatever you want. Big facts. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's, it's a superpower. Easy. It is, really, for real. It is. 
But uh, yeah, so you just dropped Roses and Daffodils, and that's a different vibe too. Yeah. And yeah, I don't really know how to describe it, but like, it just it just resonates with within you. And um, you actually sampled uh, Dreaming About You by the Blackbirds, yeah. right? So um, shout out, so production, actually a little bit more of like a story into like yeah. how I got into music. When I first like started making music, or not even when I was making music, I had these homies at uh, like this charter school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of them, his name was Travis Barker, and okay. now he produces for like Sofago and stuff. Yeah, he sounds that it, that name sounds yeah. like he's gonna go far. Like, and it's funny because it's like Travis Barker, like the drummer, but this guy makes the beats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, his tag That's is crazy. like Y two TMB. Um, and then there was this other homie, his name was Chinasa, and he's the one that produced Roses and Daffodils. Okay. But these two, I'm talking like back in like 2016, like these were the first people I ever saw with FL Studio on their computer. Yeah. Like these are the first like internet producers that like oh, I had yeah. ever met in my life. And this is my freshman year of high school. And I just like remember that being like such like, it was like a very pivotal thing because it was like, oh yeah, Travis and Chinasa make beats. They're hard. Like it's yeah. different. And yeah. um, Chinasa, he goes by Chinese food and you can go on this okay. man's, um, uh, you like, you you're able to like go on his um, SoundCloud and he was like popping with like 400,000, 500,000 yeah. like streams okay. like, back in like 2014, 15, Thanks. 16. Yeah. Like, and they're just beats. It's like lo-fi, yeah. like <laughs> that's lo-fi, wild. like that's crazy. It's like lo-fi, oh, like R&B love samples to see it, and stuff. And he had this one beat and it was called You, which is the beat that I use for Roses and Daffodils. Ah. And that, I think has been sitting like for, since like okay. 2015. Damn. And like, from like the inception of like when I first really decided like oh I love music like I was like I want to do something on like Shanas's beats mm-hmm. like because that was genuinely one of the first times I'd ever seen like and here I am now yeah on like my FL studio like like using like the same plugins and things that like I saw this man use when I was like a freshman um so yeah no I absolutely love that guy and like like the music that he makes and I'm really excited to see like if there are any other collabs that like we can have in the future but that, right that is like one of like the pillars of like me getting into music is uh chanasa and so i'm really excited that that song roses and daffodils is out because i made it like two years ago the right, beat itself right. is about five years old damn like that's wild so i'm, I'm like real <laughs> real excited that it's out now you, you got a deep vote don't you yeah <laughs> the vault goes crazy man. oh i can't wait for it yeah <laughs> me too me too everybody my manager been talking to me hey, right. what are we what are we gonna do with these things i'm like hey man we gotta figure it out i guess yeah. so yeah game oh. I love your shirt. I just noticed you got <laughs> Thank NC State. You. Thank you. This is <laughs> that's this, tough. This what? is one of my grails. It says, "I love um, NCSU all girls cheerleading." Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> the tie dye is fire too. Shout out Plato's closet. That's all I gotta say. What? Simple. You got that at Plato's? Big Damn. thrifting man. I'm a big thrifting. Oh, man. me too. I yeah. feel that. Hey, bumps. <laughs> bumps. Yes, sir. You yes, been to rumors? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been actually haven't been, but mm-hmm. I keep hearing about it. People, I need to yeah, go. no, rumors has a big hype. I actually, so I live up in Boone right now, and oh, I word. actually work at um this thrift store, um called Anna Bananas. Um, that like you could stop by, like if you're in Boone, it's like around like a Mellow Mushroom or something. Okay, and it's like literally prime time spot, like in Boone, and it's like the culture there is really really nice. Like, yeah, all tell the, me about it. All of like the workers and stuff, like everybody's like super sweet. Um, you can like dance and get like a 10% discount like, <laughs> at the register. Oh yeah. Um, and we've got like man. a vintage store and like a consignment store, like in the front. Um, oh word. Yeah. So Damn. it's, it's real dope. It's real dope. And now I'm lit. Cause like, I think I get a discount like yeah. on, on like some of this stuff. So <laughs> there's, there's some fines. Like before I started oh, yeah. working there, I probably bought like a decent amount of my closet from that store. Yeah. So like now oh, I got man. the discount and I'm lit, man. I'm excited. 
Facts. I'm actually going to be in Boone this weekend for uh, oh, In The Fest. fire, yeah. fire. Definitely go check out Anna Bananas Fact. if you got a chance. And um, yeah, you're going to be performing at In The Fest, right? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I no? think Yeah, not not anymore. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no, no. Or, um, yeah, I'm going to be DJing out there. I, Dude, I can't wait to check be out sick. Boone, though. Those people, those people are absolutely killer. Yeah. Like, they're some of the nicest people that I've ever met in my life. Oh, and, yeah. Like, the music scene and the music culture is like very very welcoming so i think you guys are gonna have a wonderful time yeah. and i definitely put out a big word like people are gonna know that uh what's Hell going on yeah. what's, what's up oh uh, i love yeah. that yeah i've been hearing a lot of good things about boom yeah. i haven't been yet oh yeah you gotta go uh go out on the parkway go okay. out, uh, go go check out some mountain things yeah yeah, yeah i love if the you're in town bro. you definitely gotta go head out on the blue ridge parkway facts yeah you facts. a hiking man at all oh yeah big Fire. time Fire. Big time. i used to live in alaska actually so yeah oh, yeah that's, that's when the... i really started discovering the mountains mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I've I've appreciated it ever since. I'm definitely a uh, mountains over beach guy. Yeah, no, nah, me too. I, I grew up near the beach. I'm from Virginia Beach, mm-hmm. and um, I just never really went to the beach. It just didn't have that much of an appeal to me. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I think I I grew up like it's funny because like when I was a kid, I used to go up to Winston Salem, and um, I had this one uncle, and he would always be like, "Yo, like let's go to the mountains, let's go to the mountains." Yeah, and we would That's always dope. go with him like up to like grandfather mountain and stuff and now okay. i live like 20 minutes away from grandfather mountain because yeah. i live in boone and it's real real nice oh hell yeah always gravitated towards full it. circle again yeah full circle <laughs> full, <yeah>. full circle <laughs> so um for our listeners who haven't heard your music yet how would you describe it to them um i would say think of whatever it is that you want to hear performed and that is what i want to make i would say at this point in time it's it's definitely a very big blend of like hip hop, R and B, punk. Okay, um, Love and it. those are all very like performable uh, types of genres. And I yeah, think definitely. like it's like a it's it's more centered around like the experience of the music rather than it is like oh, the yeah. genre. I think that's the I best way that, that I can explain it is come to a show if you ever get a chance. Exactly. Yeah. For real. Um, are there any notable notable influences to your music? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I think the ones that like I've kind of like honed in on now just full like world building kind of characters are um childish gambino tyler the creator and this last one has been throwing people for a loop yeah jamie fox okay <laughs> that's jamie, lit. jamie fox specifically because like within those three like you have like um gambino who's uh done comedy he's also yeah, done like very versatile. acting he's also yeah. done like his fair share now of like directing with like atlanta and then mm-hmm. you have tyler who has um, he's, his got his hand in he's got a his bunch hand of bags. in everything, man. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's got a bag everywhere. Genius, honestly. And Jamie, Jamie is like a guy that just like seems very fluid with the way that he's moved through all these different mm-hmm. things. Like people forget, like Jamie Fox is like a Grammy Award winning artist. I'm, yeah, like Jamie Fox is that dude. Did he do more than music too? He did music. He also did um like movies. That's he, that's Django. Yeah, yeah, like yeah Django. Yeah. Oh, so yes. think about that. Like Django is in slow jams, bro. Like Django is in <laughs> slow jams, like, and that is crazy to me. For real, yeah, I love those influences. How yeah. they they're all doing a lot of other things besides music. Too. Yeah, and they're just all incredibly unapologetic, like intentional people. And I think that's something that like I really strive to be in yeah. whatever it is that like I want to do with art and life. And Honestly. I think that's something that's like really important to me. And those are three people, especially as like black men that like do yeah. their thing in like each one of their respective arts like that's like mm-hmm. real real inspiring those are people i definitely like like i would want to wait before i meet them like i gotta <laughs> i gotta make sure like i'm i'm ten Get toes right. yeah i gotta make sure i'm ten toes before Facts. i see them okay yeah that's a solid list um yeah your music is super versatile like i said you can ride to it you can smoke to it you can mosh to it that's like, what i'm saying i love it yeah uh do you have any uh upcoming shows uh, yeah, so I think I have this show um, next weekend at 
the trailer park um, here in Raleigh. Oh, I've yeah. heard about that spot. The trailer park is like an up, up, up and coming uh, venue. Um, Late That's Notice wild. also did um, a show there recently. Okay. And um, by George as well. Yeah. Um, and it's a real cool venue. I've heard great things about it. So yeah, I'm really excited to go to that one. <laughs> Um, it's literally at a trailer park, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally at a trailer Bro. park, like true to the I got to peep it. Dude, pull up, yeah, pull facts. up, pull up. Yeah, I'm going to hit you up for that. Um, yeah, do you have any upcoming projects? So I'm currently working on releasing um, a couple of the singles that are uh, going to be coming on like a forward coming project. Ah, all right. um, there isn't a set name. There are a couple different sure. names that will be use sparsely for different things okay, that I can't okay, it's, yeah, it's yeah. big picture kind of thing but I'm excited um, I'm really excited um, I do have a song with Weston Estate that I plan on dropping this oh, summer yeah. um, I know people have been bugging me about that for a while <laughs> so um, yeah you already got one song with them right yeah Fresh Air hell yeah yeah it's a banger thank you um, yeah you, you've collabed with Weston Estate and also Sunny Miles are there any other collabs in the future uh, let me think. Anything off top right now that you can tell us? <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of what's in the vault. It's got it's got right. quite a bit. Right. I will say I will say um uh I'm looking forward to working with some new friends um that I've met out in Los Angeles. Okay. Um that yeah. I would love you, to put you there. on to. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. my friend Asha Amuno, um A S H A I M U N O. That's my boy. Um okay. and he's like a I, I genuinely think like this this guy can be like regarded as one of the greatest rappers of all time. Okay. Like by before he turns thirty. Like I'm talking like Hell that yeah. Kendrick, like yeah. Drake type level yeah. type thing. Like this and he produces everything himself, does all his own uh, mixing, vocal mastering, like all of that, all his own writing. Um and he's somebody that's like really inspired me in like recent months. Um, just to like get better at my craft and also just like understanding my own story and my own voice and like my own identity and my own music. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I definitely like got some things cooking up with Austin. Nothing, nothing really set in stone just yet, but like I'm yeah, gonna speak yeah, it into sure. existence. For sure, um, for sure. Because that's one of my boys. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I would say so Weston, maybe when whenever that decides to come out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Greek, um, my friend Greek, Michael Greek, um, he goes by Greek. Um, he's incredible. Um, also self-produced, self-written, a mix mastered all by himself. Um, very, very excited to work with him. I got some I got some plans with him as well. Hell yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you've been out to LA. What what's been going on out there yeah, with you? Yeah, so um I've just made some recent trips. Um most recently I went out with the Weston Estate Boys yeah. and did uh these two shows at the Roxy. Hell um, yeah. they were back to back uh nights, both sold out. Um, and that was real, real fun. The Roxy's um, like a well-known venue, right? Yeah, the Roxy, yeah. the Roxy is, is is pretty well established. That's crazy. Um, uh, like some cool, cool cats have uh, definitely ran through there. And like I went out there with like my my bell bottoms and stuff. Yeah, my, uh, I love your outfits. Yeah, I was on my Freddie Mercury vibe. <laughs> I had to that night. I was like, okay, I'm feeling it. Might as well. Right. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, and we got to talk about your music videos. You got some amazing music oh, videos. Oh, shout out Angel LaRosco, Jailhouse. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So his brand and everything he's doing with that, like Angel has uh, been a really vital like addition to like just like our ecosystem within like okay. me and my friends. Shout out um, uh, Michael again, Greek. He was the one that like really made that connection when yeah. we first met him. Uh, he they from out on. here? Uh, no. So okay. uh, Angel, he's from Los Angeles. Okay. And um, he's been shooting videos and editing for, I think, like three years now, maybe yeah. more than that. 
um and he's an incredible director he's got yeah. one of the most well like educated that. minds on just like um content just like content in terms of like movies like he's seen every single movie that like you can possibly <laughs> yeah. like name that's dope and he tries to kind of incorporate exactly, those yeah. influences in his videos mm-hmm. and so oh, yeah. uh, i'm really excited for this roses and daffodils video yeah um, we just came back from new york uh i met up with angel up there angel and uh julio um and so those two were such a great help because they like manhandled the entire video they were like okay bet we're gonna go do this 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 we did it in a day and a half um a little bit less than that um and it's based off of uh taxi driver um if you know the movie taxi driver yeah yeah and uh, that's like a heavy heavy influence so i'm excited to see what angel does with it i kind of just show up do my little acting bit do my little song do my little performance and then give him like two three weeks and then he sends me something back like the day before like the i got it video I did not see that until hours before everybody that. did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I saw that. I saw that video probably like an hour and a half before I had to release it. I was like, "Yeah, that one is so fire." Yeah, we did. We shot that up in um in Boone. Matter of fact, oh for real. Yeah, okay. that was all was in wondering. my house in Boone. It was such That's a great dope. song. Yeah, I love the angles he gets yeah. with that. It's insane. Oh, uh, we did it with a this thing called a snorri cam and it's basically like a like chest like strap yeah. and it like kind of sticks out um and you stick a camera like at the end of it and mm-hmm. it looks like it's like the point of view or at least opposite point of view of like wherever it is that you walk the camera will like follow uh, all of your movements so it's very very cool to like show like emotions and just like party right. scenes and things like that yeah i've seen those are are those heavy? Like, how does that feel to like have that on you? It's so it like weird, different... dude. It's <laughs> like think about like think about like the heaviest backpack that like you had to wear like in high school, and then now put it on the front, and then like try and run around with it. Like that's yeah. the best way that I can explain it. It's so weird because also um like it's literally a stick protruding from my body. So like I also have to like keep in mind because like there's thousands of dollars worth of camera equipment sitting yeah. at the end of this pole. <laughs> so like I got to make sure wherever it is that I'm going isn't like hitting anybody in the face in multiple times. Oh, like man. I probably I probably hit like the other people in the video. Um, Shout out my friends. They're <laughs> hard, hard, hard workers yeah. because we were moving around like uh like my little house and like my living room isn't too, too big. Right. But it definitely was not snorri cam like certified. Yeah. So I was like moving around and stuff. The camera might like clip somebody like in the chin or clip somebody in the shoulder <laughs> whole time everybody's like okay yeah do it for the video do right it for the video for real though <laughs> yeah that's dedication yeah Need most that. definitely most definitely yeah you also got a music video for sad machine that i really liked uh, yeah shout, shout out, out julio Dicks. yeah um julio um and uh the homie chris okay um we shot that last year around this time probably about like a week ago last year um and we did that in Dorothea Dix and like mm-hmm. a combination of different spots on like Hillsborough Street and then also my yeah. friend Keenan's place for uh the pool but uh the story about the pool so it was about 45 degrees when we shot that <laughs> so the water was cold and so here I am like full yeah. sweatsuit because I'm yeah. jumping in over and over again over and, and over again literally but okay you think that's the worst part so <laughs> Julio cuz Julio's sitting underwater with like his encased camera like yeah. and with like making sure that it's it's waterproof and everything so he's down in the oh, water he yeah. has to stay there yeah. and so we we're both getting our like our sides of hell cuz like do you have a snorkel no not even bro is just holding his breath i promise you that is one of the most athletic people i've ever met in my life yeah. do not sleep on julia janini yeah her. um so i like we had to keep doing the shot to make sure that we got it right 
So here I am, like I would jump into the pool, and this is like a like an eight foot pool, mm-hmm. and so I'm jumping into the pool, full sweatsuit, freezing cold water, over and over <laughs> and over again. It's not even the jumping in part; it's like the getting back out. Oh, yeah, because now the sweatsuit is like sticking to my body, <laughs> and like, bro, like I'm not that heavy, bro. So now at this point, my clothes weigh more than me. So yeah. I'm really fighting, <laughs> like I'm really trying to get out of there and stuff. And I finally like grab like the ledge and That's I gotta crazy. get myself back up and then oh damn, like I gotta do that like six more times. <laughs> and Julio will peek his head back out and be like, We need a new shot, we need a new shot, we Yo. need to do it again. And then as soon as the entire thing was done, we had already had like a hot water, uh hot uh shower going and like the two of us just like running there and like 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 I'm still fully clothed, like in in the sweatsuit, and it's the two of us just like standing in the shower, and, <laughs> and G's standing there like in his swim trunks, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a great time. There's there's a story for every music video. I'll tell you that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I love the attention to detail your yeah. your man's got though. <laughs> Dedication again. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, when you're making a song, do you uh? Pick the beat first, then write the lyrics, or do you write the lyrics, then the beat, or both? I think it's turned into more of like a fluid process of just like understanding that if I'm going to be a creative individual, that I just have to allow like creativity to come out of me at any point in time, regardless of like what the medium is. Yeah. So like when I'm like making songs, a song might be written or it might be produced or like the final product, it might take it like a couple months, but it might be like a combination of like, okay, here, today I wrote down this and this worked for this beat, but then I didn't like that, but I still felt that feeling and I wanted to continue on it. So I take it and I move it to something else. Okay. I take that and I move that to something else. And then now this sounds better with this or this sounds better with that. And I think some of like the most intimate songs and things that I have are ones that have like had their time to like sit and wait. And like they've been in different like parts or like drafts. uh, Because like for me, it's kind of like seeing how everything kind of comes together as like a symbiosis. But there's also those times where it's like I'm really, really feeling this beat tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to like just run through this entire song and I'm going to be up till six o'clock in the morning. And then I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to wake up the next day and I'm going to hate it and I'm not going to want to listen to it for another two, three days. But then after those two, three days go yeah. by, then I'm listening to it every day and I'm asking my homies, yo, how do I make this better? This was tight. I really okay. like that feeling. And it's it's like a very, very like hard question to answer, I would say, because it's like it's kind of all over the place. But right. I would say like it comes down really to like whatever the emotion is and like feeling that catharsis of like, OK, here. I'm going to keep on working on something until either I cannot make it better or it says everything that it says that I want to say. And I think that's like the process, the best way that like I can explain that. And I think like understanding that like if my art is going to be an extension of myself, then I'm not finishing everything. I'm not fixing every single piece of myself. I'm not explaining or understanding every single piece of myself every single day. Like it's a lot harder than that. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think it's very, very reminiscent, like with the music and the workflows and the work processes and things like that. That's amazing, bro. That's yeah. that's a complex process, honestly. Yeah, it is very. I love to hear about it. Thank though. you. That's crazy. Um, we're gonna take a quick break to play y'all "Sad Machine" by Masho. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
back again i am dj whippopotamus and i am here with abel masha was good y'all yes sir so now we talked about your performances a little bit um just want to get into a little bit more um are there any rituals you perform before a show honestly no i think i think at this point so i used to run track when i was in high school yeah yeah in middle school it was a very like that was like the big predominant thing that like i was kind of hyper fixated on um for me it's it's kind of similar um, I don't really get nervous like before shows. I I get like really excited. Like for me, yeah. if, if I'm about to walk out there and like I feel like a lot of the time it could be like, oh, what if people out there don't know my lyrics or if they don't know me or they don't know my music? Right. Like, for me, I'm lit. Oh, you don't know my music? This is the best <laughs> first impression that I can possibly give you. Exactly. I hope you don't know my music. Yeah. Like I'm about to make a fan. <laughs> like come on, bro. And I think um one thing that like I always I kind of just like chill out. Like for me, it's like a breath like breath of air in like yeah yeah and like i'm there but like when i used to run it um i used to like listen to classical music okay um very very often yeah and so i found myself doing that like every now and then um just like if i'm on a flight or like i know that like okay i'm gonna have like a ah. a performance or something like coming up but like in the moment like right before i'm i'm pretty amped yeah like, i'm yeah. pretty amped no like I'm, I'm always really excited <laughs> to do these kinds of things yeah. oh yeah um yeah so i want to kind of get to know the person behind the artist too um so you said you're from raleigh uh do you have roots anywhere else uh so i was born and raised in boston for about i believe six seven years seven years um and then i moved down here when wake county was like the number one school district in the in the country because my parents were like yeah yeah let's go send our kids to the number one school district in the country we want a good education that's tough and so we came down here to Cary, um and i grew up like mainly like between like Cary and raleigh um, and one of like my like predominant memories and like notable things is like my family, like our money kind of comes from like this little bodega, um, yeah. that like my dad runs. Okay. Uh, and that's like out in, um, the hood essentially of yeah. like Raleigh on the other side, like next to like St. Aug. And like, I, oh, yeah. I love that area cause I've been going there like, yeah. growing up, like, uh, going to my dad's store. Stomping um, grounds. Exactly. <laughs> like I've been playing basketball over there and stuff yeah. like, since I was a little kid and stuff. 
And it's real funny because, like, I have a lot of, like, very good memories. Um, I remember one time when I was a kid, um, like, I went to the store and my dad was like, hey, like, you should go meet Terry. And I'm like, who okay. are you talking about? Who is Terry? <laughs> Whole time there's, like, this, like, six foot five, like, guy with dreads and, like, a python around his neck. Like, a literal python. Yeah. <laughs> And I wasn't afraid of snakes, so my mom is my mom is hiding behind the counter, like she's <laughs> giddy, like she's mad at my dad, like you let him in the store with a snake, like what are you doing, like? <laughs> so my my mom's is hot. That's and lit though. <laughs> so like I'm like okay, bet. So I walk over and I'm like, hey Terry, like how you doing? My dad said that I should come up and say what's up. Like I'm a little <laughs> impressionable kid. I'm gonna listen to what my dad says. Right. And he's like, oh. My bad, yo. I, I think I think you got it mixed up. The snake's name is Terry. My <laughs> name is DJ. I was like, you're lying. I was like, you're lying. Ain't no way. This. I was like, Dad, he said the snake's name is Terry. My dad was like, I don't know what he said. I heard Terry. I said, that's the man. And I was weak, bro. Like, I, that, that is a very, I'm like, that is, that is a very, like, like core memory, like, that's to this dope. day. Yeah. And so I used to grow up, like, around... I, Around there, like, I'd I just be, like, breaking boxes, like, restocking shelves and yeah, stuff for my okay. dad. Um, and, yeah, and I, I used to run um, a whole bunch when I was a kid. Um, yeah. Track and field was, like, a very, very big part of my life um, until pretty much I decided, like, at the end of high school, like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't like right. being, like, quantified by numbers because with track and field, like, there's no intangibles. Like, versus yeah. other sports, like, you can be a good team player. You can be good at certain things in, like, a basketball or a football that, like, cannot be measured by, like, a certain statistic. Right. In track and field, you are either fast or you are not. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, I'm tired of living like that. And it's always been something that's, like, dear to my heart. And, like, recently I've been getting back into running and doing my thing with that. Cause okay. I did, Again, I, I did, like, a bunch of different things in track and field as well. Like, yeah. I went everything from, like, the 200 to, like, the 5K. Like, Damn. Yeah, you were out there. I had fun with it, too. Like, yeah. it, was, it was always <laughs> a good time. That's what's up. Um, so, like, now I'm getting back into running, like, refining, like, the love for it and stuff because, like, that kind of, like, really messed it up with, like, the possibility of, like, oh, do I want to do this in college, like, for a little money or, like, what is it that I want to do with my life kind of thing. Um, but, like, I used to, in terms of, like, music and stuff, um, it's actually real funny, like, the first album that I listened to was 2014 Four Sales Drive. Okay. Um, and that was like a real turning point for me in my life where I was like, yeah, oh, music is cool. Like, <laughs> I want to listen to this. And like, that's so funny Thanks. as like a Carolina boy myself. Like, like I, I yeah, claim North yeah. Carolina over, over Boston because like I've lived here more of my life. I feel that. Um, but like, I also got to shout out the Boston Celtics. I love, okay. I love the Hornets. I love basketball. Okay. I was going to um, ask. Yeah. But yeah. your sports. What what other sports teams do you follow? Uh, so, the Celtics. Um, I'm a big fan. Of, I'm a big fan of Steph Curry. Steph Curry's okay. Cool. Um, also Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, yeah. I love the Bucks. Um, Greek Greek is a huge Bucks fan. That man. Oh, he, word. Yeah, my friend. <laughs> he's a huge Bucks fan. He loves Giannis like way, way, yeah. way more than I do. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, in terms of like, I was rooting for Carolina the other night. Um, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. versus um versus uh, Kansas, Kansas City, yeah, yeah, the championship. That was that I was, was a too. tough loss. Yeah, just for the state you got to crazy game. Yeah, that yeah. was an incredible game. I was there when we beat um Duke when they beat Duke. Um, oh, I was I was on Franklin Street. That was a good yeah, you time. out there? Yeah, that was a great time. I got it on my Snapchat story and everything, man. Facts. That was that was the first and only time that I've ever rushed Franklin, but it was probably the best time. Yeah, yeah. it's deep out there too. Oh, it was deep, man. It was deep, like it was deep and sweaty, like a song. Oh, you mean like last week when they beat Duke? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was deep. Oh my god. 
<laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, my wife actually goes to UNC, so we got a little rivalry, rivalry going. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I'm so, kind of yeah. split all over the place. ECU my freshman year. Yeah. I've got, uh, good ties to people at Duke, mm-hmm. um, like the basketball team. Okay. Marco. Marco Luca, um, yeah, he, he used to be friends with those guys. Oh, that's uh, tough. UNC just for the hometown right. state. I went here for um, my sophomore year, and I've just like grew up in Raleigh, like for the most part. Right, and then now I'm I'm at App. <laughs> like, yeah, I live. Oh, five, I know you're at App. Yeah, I live nice. five minutes down the road from Appalachian State. So oh, that's dope. That's a great time as well. What are you studying at App? So right now I'm not in school, but I've been thinking about going back and doing like some things in like IT and like computer okay. science and stuff. When I was at school, um, so I took a, a gap year off this most recent year. Yeah, um, I'm actually at App now, just literally just so I can like focus on music and like right. I moved up there at the end of December. Okay. Um, so when I moved up there at the end of December, I was like, okay, here I'm gonna be here specifically because I want to enjoy the summer months. Like the summer on the mountain is real cool. Yeah, for real. Um, and also there's a great music culture and I was like well I'm taking time off of school right now kind of to like get my head straight figure out what it is that I want to do because like education is incredibly important to me but like I just realized for my own mental health I was like I got to take a step back because for one like I cannot do these online classes like that is going to make me hate it and I know that at one point in time I do want to definitely get my degree or at least like continue to like enrich myself in the things that it is that I want to do but right now I got to take a step back so I was like I'm going to move to Boone I'm going to go spend my time up on the mountain because I know that my life is getting crazy right now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have to move with like the solidarity and like the confidence that this is going to work out. But if I know that this is going to work out, then I want to be a step ahead of it. I want to make sure that I got my mental on straight and that like I have my life together and that I can treat myself like a proper adult and like love myself correctly. So everything comes to me that like I'll be fine. And so um, I was really, really excited about communications and um, sociology and psychology when I was at UCU yeah, my yeah. freshman year. And I continued with that. I met a really cool professor here, actually, at NC State. Okay. Um, shout out Gary Beckman. I've, yeah, Gary. Yo, that's my guy. Yeah. I'm in the arts entrepreneurship program. Yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> I'm about to interview him next week, actually. Really? Yeah, really? he's got mad games. Wait, when are you interviewing him? I will pull up. Yo, uh, next Tuesday. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. I'm going to let you know if I'm around. I might have to pull up on Gary and surprise him. Bro, you just name dropped Gary. I love Gary, man. <laughs> he's been brought up in so many different interviews, too. It's crazy how many Gary people he's Gary is touched. the key. I'm telling you, Gary is yes, the key. He's the guru. Like Gary single handedly, <laughs> like 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 kind of and I, I hate to say this, but like Gary is by far the reason why I was like, yo, I got enough confidence in myself to be like, I don't want to be in school for a year. Yeah. And I emailed him like <laughs> I emailed him a couple of months ago, man. And I was like, yo, we need to hop on a Zoom call. Like I got some cool stuff to tell you. Yeah. I need some help with some things. Um, oh, I have yet man. to hop on that Zoom call. I've just been everywhere. Um, That's amazing. So, I love that man, Gary. Like I remember because I hopped in his class and like this was I was doing part time um, Mm -hmm. last year, spring semester. I was doing part time and I knew that I wasn't going to be in school for like uh, after that semester. And I was like, okay, here, let me be in part time. uh, Keep working towards some credits right now um, while I make some money. And my arts entrepreneurship class was the one class that I like I was excited for. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, bet. So I joined that and um, I distinctly remember it was like, here's this guy, like, like 
older white guy mm-hmm. with long white hair mm-hmm. and black glasses. His hair is back in a ponytail. Yes. He's like sitting in like, I'm where's the vest? It's, yeah, like a dope vest. <laughs> yeah. And I see like amps behind him and like guitars. Mm-hmm. He's got like four or five guitars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I can only name two of those guitars. Yeah. I'm like, he knows something. I oh, was yeah. like, he, he literally looked like, like uh, have you ever seen Phoenix and Ferb? Phoenix and Ferb? Oh, yeah. You, you remember Love Handle? <sighs> like the band? I don't think so. Love Handle has this one guy that looks, and I'm pretty sure he's the guitarist or he's like the bassist as well. And it's so (laughs) crazy because Gary looks just like him and he just has like the great, like (laughs) Gary has like the craziest aura. Like he's, I can just tell he's just like a wisdom filled man. Like I will speak his praises till I'm gone. Oh yeah, same. That is such a cool dude. Yeah, I'm trying to keep a pen pal relationship (laughs) with him after. real talk. He's got mad game. Yeah, he's a, He's a metal guy. He used to be mm. in his own band, toured around the nation. He's, yeah, he's done it all. He's he's got a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, so how has the music scene and the triangle been like for you, or just in, in Carolina since you're in Boone? Yeah. Too? Um. So I really really like it here. I think that the state as a whole is not getting enough credit for what we're doing right now. Yeah. And I think it's gonna be really funny in like two three years when people are like, oh wow, like I wish I was hip to say that. Like I was <laughs> I was on on everything that was going on. Right. That's what um, I'm saying, man. But yeah, I remember. Um, love love my guys like like my home team guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackson Free, Kevin Powers, Zach Kokis, Les the Genius, Marco Luca, yeah, Weston yeah. State. Um, All the right names. YSB Trill, YSB mm-hmm. Eli. Okay. Um, shout out my boy Jay Bird. Like all all of the homies, Jet Rogers. Like yeah. Um, Cole Sipe. I'm like, DJing for Jet Rogers. Awesome. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that's my boy for real. <laughs> okay. No, dab him up and be like, tell him, tell him Abe sent you. Tell Facts. him Abe sent I you. Got and you. You're gonna get the certification. <laughs> I promise you that. Let's go. That's that's my guy for real. That's my guy. But yeah, no, the the scene is like really really good, and I think like now I, I'm starting to see like people are trying to make the crossroads and understanding like we got culture, we have something yes. that's going on. Like let's actually like cultures act on here. It. And I think like that's really, really, really important if we want anything to happen and like we want to be seen like on a global scale. Like, mm-hmm. cause I think like, like just the ability of the state to be so like multifaceted, like already, like talking about me, like the rest of my friends do it too. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so crazy and it's so, so fun. Um, and yeah, I think there's a lot, a lot of promise like out of this state. Like the culture here is like very, very strong and very warm. And I think like, also having like three major like schools like universities around you to be able to like capitalize on and just like be able to go do shows and have people that are your age i think that's something that right now is like really really being seen with like a new come up of people especially Mm -hmm. like going through covid and stuff and people wanting to be outside and like Mm -hmm. go enjoy live music like TikTok killed live music. Love <laughs> yeah. TikTok. You can get famous on TikTok, but TikTok Facts. killed live music because everything, everything then just got pointed because, okay, now we can't go to shows. Like, okay, well, now all of your content of seeing somebody do something live is going to be through a phone. That's How crazy. are you going to do that? You're going to go on TikTok. But now, like, all the people that actually do this and, like, the people that want to go perform and do their thing, like, I think now is, like, the best time because you have a state filled full of people that it's just want to go perform that make man. all different kinds of music that can like like scratch that itch in any kind of way that it is that you want and i think that's like really really beautiful and i think like also with the fact that like now everything is kind of getting pivoted back towards like live music like i'm i'm excited because like yeah, when, when i went into like when COVID started and like i like came home and stuff it was like i did not know that that was my strong suit i did not know that i enjoyed being on stage as much as yeah as much as i do now <laughs> 
But now it's like, that's I love so that. Dope. I don't want to stop doing that. Yeah. That's going to keep going. And I think there's a lot of people with that same similar mindset around me. And yeah. like knowing that they're like all from like the same area code or at least one or two away, like mm-hmm. that's fire. And I'm real excited for it. There's a whole lot of momentum out here. Oh, yeah. And you know, like I keep thinking that I know a lot of artists out here, then I find a ton more. Yeah. And it's, it's overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. It's Everybody's the, in their little cliques. Yeah. But the, yeah. Cliques are, the cliques are now finding each other. Yeah. Yeah. People are starting to come together, work yeah. together more. Yeah. It's like, three or four like kind of like bigger groups out here yes yeah. yeah, I, I see them moving they see each other moving too so it's, it's dope the yeah whole lot of energy out here whole lot of energy <laughs> whole lot of energy <laughs> it's great um can you describe your uh sense of fashion for us Ooh. question i like to ask everybody oh that's fire <laughs> I, I definitely say like i'm on like uh <laughs> like skater um yeah skater smoker kind of yeah. kind of vibe love it um but like i'm i'm a kind of guy where like I, I i drip up i drip down like yeah. my, <laughs> my casual fits are usually just like some like workers pants and like, like okay. a t-shirt okay. like <laughs> like a graphic tee but like sure. i'm not afraid to go throw on a dress or like throw yeah. on like a nice fit i just did this show up in uh boone uh, it was Boone Prom, like Euphoria Prom, which worked out perfectly. Cause, okay. Like, all the promo I was doing for I Got It was very yeah. Euphoria themed the week before. Oh, let's do And I, I went and I dripped out. I was wearing a, a bright pink dress with like, it was yeah. like an 80s ballroom gown. Okay. And I was wearing an all white, uh, my yeah. Jordan Pure Money 4s. Like yeah. I was dripped. I had, I had my little jerk on stage too. Like I'm all oh, over man. the place when it comes That's to dope. stuff, man. I, I definitely say like what I aspire to be is like a Dennis Rodman type of character okay. in terms of what it is that I wear. Love that. So that's the best comparison that I can give you right yeah. now. I just got to get my money up so that my closet matches it. feel <laughs> you. I feel you. <laughs> um, are you a cat person, dog person, or do you prefer another pet completely? Ooh, so when I was growing up, like, I never had any animals in my okay. crib. Um, and that's just, like, my parents, like, living yeah. in, like, rural, like, East Africa. So, like, they got yeah. legitimate, like, fears. My yeah, dad has sure. always loved animals. But, like, my mom was like, yeah, nah, we're not going to get a dog or a cat. And right. now as I grow older, I understand that that was probably for cost reasons, not even yeah, because my mom sure. was scared. It's not cheap. <laughs> but I definitely rock with cats. Um, there's okay. a cat in my house. Um, it's Hell my yeah. roommate's cat. Her name is Aspen. Shout out Aspen. Um, shout out Aspen. <laughs> Aspen is the best. Aspen is the best. And my room is real dope, too. Um, I've got, like, these big greenhouse windows. And so the cat will come in and, like, sit on my fridge and just sunbathe in my room. Um, so, like, I've gotten pretty accustomed to the cat. But, like, That's dope. I think I think I'm probably, like, a dog kind of guy. I want to get myself oh, yeah? a little uh, French pit bull. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I love those guys. Those, or girls. Not, <laughs> those little dudes, yeah. man. Those little dudes. <laughs> They're they're awesome. I definitely want to go get myself an animal once I'm uh, like financially stable yeah. enough to be like I can care for you as yeah. well. Honestly, like dogs are like children. Yeah, nah, real talk, <laughs> real talk. Especially if you get them as puppies, that's a long term investment. Yeah. yeah, I have a dog and a cat. Oh, they're best friends. What they are go their names? hard. Uh, Icy is yeah. the cat. Uh-huh. We got him in Alaska. He's oh, he's got dope. this white fur, yeah. icy blue eyes. Um, and then Rico, she's a German Shepherd boxer mix, so she's I a see lot bigger. Rico, yeah, that's a hard duo, <laughs> yo. That's a dynamic duo for real. They really are, man. They go crazy. That's like, sick. That's the, sick. The cat's uh, head will be inside the dog's mouth, like yeah. when they're play, they oh, play yeah. hard. But that's like, good for them. They that's- got. They got uh, boundaries mm-hmm. to a certain extent. <laughs> they, got, they, got, they got it down. They got it yeah. down. I'm glad to hear it, yo. No, it's so much fun. <laughs> um, ask you one more question before we start closing things out. How, how many hours of sleep do you usually get a night? <laughs> how many hours of sleep do I get a night? 
Let's see. I I be sleeping. I'm I'm like low key nocturnal. Yeah. But um, my sleep schedule now is so weird. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's so weird. Like I'll be out for like three like four hours like at night mm-hmm. and then like randomly take a two like not randomly like, <laughs> I have to take a two hour yeah. nap I'll be like knocked out between like the hours of like seven to nine o'clock and okay. then just reanimate and be like oh <laughs> okay this is what we're doing now yeah and that's that's usually like that's usually like incited by like a meal that I eat and mm. then like a little bit of leisure time to myself and mm-hmm. then I'm out bro and then I'm out <laughs> But yeah, nah. It, it combined, it's probably like six hours okay. a night, or six hours for like a day. Yeah. So definitely not healthy, but like it is, it is go hey, mode right now. Everyone has their own hours that they can operate on. Honestly, yeah. I've I've come to find out. I'm I'm trying to lower my my hours of sleep and trying to be more productive. That's fine. But it's one hard thing sometimes. is one thing that's really cool about living up in Boone now. Um, that like my sleep schedule, like I'm actually real happy about it because uh that big window like brings in light every single yeah. day at like seven thirty. So like. It's not even like an intentional like uh like like mm-hmm. oh I gotta get up. It's like the sun is waking me Don't up. Don't even alone. I, I just gotta get up. Yeah, and that's eight <laughs> o'clock every single day. Yeah, so I love um, that. and I've also like been making it um a little bit of a habit now. I've been trying to go see like the sunset or the sunrise like every oh, single that's day. Tough. Yeah, so oh, yeah. at least try and get like one of those in. So like if I'm up at those hours, I'm like, yeah, I'll go watch. Like I'll go watch the sunset. It's about a fifteen minute drive down to the parkway, and then I'll go watch it. So that's like been a real, real cool thing to add to my routine. Um, that's like made me happier about like my sleep schedule and just like being able to pick where it is, like where right. I'm at and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice way to wake up. For real. Yeah, oh, the best way to wake up People or go to sleep. Can't can't sleep on the uh, the natural lighting. Yeah, honestly. oh, it's incredible. That vitamin D is essential. Yes, vitamin D is oh, essential. Man, I need it. <laughs> I'm saying my mom, my mom gave me vitamin D tablets. She was mm-hmm. like, especially because like up in Boone, like that seasonal depression will yeah. hit you hard. She's like, I know it's only gonna be winter there for maybe like two months, but she's like, take these. And so no, like that's now, real. yeah, no, nah, she was on. She would like be calling me like she was on my head about it. Like, hey, <laughs> did you take your three vitamin D tablets today? Like, I'm trying to make sure that you up. Oh, like, that's love. Yeah, that's love. <laughs> Shout out moms, man. Shout For out moms. For real. Yeah, when I was in Alaska, we. We had like a uh, 24-hour nighttime mm. for like half the year, mm. and so yeah, the vitamin D deficiencies was a real thing out there too. That's crazy. So, yeah. I I I really want to go like experience that like in some of those different places on like around the uh, world where it's like your your splits between like day and night aren't like the usual ones. Yeah, <laughs> we're definitely gonna have to talk about that. Like, oh, okay, for sure. like, that's real. I cool. got you. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, it was crazy out there. Um, we're gonna start closing things out though. Uh, is there anything else you want to let, let the listeners know where they can find your music, socials, all that? Yeah, if you get a chance, you can definitely go check me out at uh, Abel Masho, uh, Masho, M-A-A-S-H-O, that's two A's. Um, I'm on all Spotify, Apple Music, all music platforms that you can find me at. And go check out the YouTube if you get a chance at Age World. Uh, so we got some cool stuff brewing up, and I'm really excited to see how the year pans out. Yes, sir. And I'm going to have the link to all of those in the description, so keep an eye out for that. Awesome. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, though. Um, I really appreciate you for sharing your story with us. Likewise. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, you already know. And I appreciate each and every single one of you listeners for tuning in. You can check out the interview I did with other local artists at wknc.org slash podcast and click on Off the Record. I am DJ Whippopotamus. This is Local Industry Talks, and I was here with... Abel Masso, what's poppin'? On WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. I'm gonna send y'all off with one more song by Masho called Strange, off of his latest EP, Abe's World V1. Don't forget, 
We are stronger together. So show each other some love. Y'all be easy. I need to tell you